Yeah, yeah. But we're back. Welcome back to the dark side of the Kyle Chaos and Aaron Order show. <laughs> I'm the light side, but I like to stick on the dark side of things. I'm the true dark side. I'm the meaningful secrets that are done in the darkness. <laughs> A COVID relief fund was only for black residents. Then came the lawsuits. Ah, oh, who's suing? Uh, black civic leaders in Oregon heard the alarm bells early in the pandemic. Data and anecdotes around the country suggested that the coronavirus was disproportionately killing black people. Okay. Uh, yeah, disproportionately killing black people. Locally, black business owners had begun fretting about their livelihoods as stay-at-home orders and various other measures were put into place. Many did not have valuable houses they could tap for capital and requests for government assistance had gone nowhere. After convening several virtual meetings, the civic leaders proposed a bold and novel solution that state lawmakers approved in July. The state would embark, earmark $62 million of its $1.4 billion in federal COVID-19 relief money to provide grants to black residents, business owners, and community organizations enduring pandemic-related hardships. Okay, Fred, I'm that old uh, Sounds good to me, man. Make... I, fuck with, uh, I fuck with, uh, I fuck with, um, what this? Oregon, yeah, Oregon? I fuck with Oregon. Oregon's pretty progressive. Okay, well, Oregon, people in Oregon are being able to win, but you're, if, you're, if you're black in Oregon, you're able to win, uh, some free money. Better, uh, Better hand up, so right on. You're able to win more. So that's cool. It says, it was finally being honest. This is who needs this support right now, said Lou Frederick, a state senator who is black. But now millions of dollars in grants are on hold after one Mexican-American and two white business owners sued the state, arguing that the fund for black residents discriminated against them. Okay, well, they, they might be, they might have a point. I mean, I, mean, I can uh, see Mexicans being included in it, but come on, white people. Yeah, uh, yeah we don't need it. We're not getting hit as hard as, as uh, black and Latino people, so yeah, right on. All right, ready to move to the next article? I mean, I get weird, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, let's go to the next one. Mm, that cheesecake is good in the neighborhood. And then another one of the guys I came in here with is leaving with his girlfriend or whatever. What? Uh, one of the 
the guys I came into the program with is leaving. Oh, right on. Yeah, but I'm going to buy his Xbox 360, though. Say that again? I'm going to buy his Xbox 360. That's who I was talking to for five minutes. Right on. Sounds good. And then op-ed, can California stop big tech from decamping for cheaper places? Hey, where they, where's big tech thinking of going? From where to where? From California to... For the past half century, California has dominated America's tech industry, from the development of precision farming to the incubation of aircraft space, semiconductors, and computer systems. This state has emerged time and again at the cutting edge of future industries. That is perhaps until now. In a stunning procession in December, California lost leadership of three iconic firms, Hewlett, Packard, Enterprise, Oracle and Tesla, all to Texas. Yeah, no, that's uh, a lot of businesses are going to Texas because uh, it's uh, more business friendly, which means a lot of Californians are going to be out of a job. Yeah, and then uh, Uber is leaving, and Lyft, and Apple. Okay, well, it's uh, a lot of uh, unemployed people here, but uh, I don't know, that's kind of screwed up. I mean, I How think... How are the Bengals doing, Jimmy? I don't know, maybe, maybe California needs to pass a law to stop uh, yeah, companies from outsourcing to other states. I don't know. Or, I don't know, can you? I don't know. I don't know. But I think they're somewhere in the country, I don't know. I mean, if the businesses are leaving because we're making things better for people in a lot of ways, then I don't know. I still think big deal. Or I mean, it's screwed up. A lot of people aren't going to have jobs here, but uh, I don't think that should discourage us from trying to make uh, standards for working people better here. Because so, that's what the Republicans are always saying. If you try to, if you increase the minimum wage here, then everybody's going to go to some other state where they don't. And yeah, so you're going to go to, the, to Texas where government's really uh, on everybody's ass about everything except for the businesses. Again, said no, no, now they're on their asses because of the corona shit. But, Squatters issued death threats to archaeologists who discovered oldest city in the Americas. Oh. Wonder where this place was. Squatters reportedly belonging to one family claimed site of five thousand year old ruins was given to them. In the nineteen seventies, illegal squatters have invaded the ruins of the oldest city in the Americas. Oh. 
Well, right on. I mean, people need a place to live, so what the hell? Can yeah, have a but you don't need to live on an archaeological site. Well, if you don't got a place to live, you got to go anywhere you can. <laughs> but they'd be destroying and littering on fucking ancient fucking things. They could be, but again... You ain't allowed to squat in the pyramids. <laughs> they could live in the desert around there. Like, what the fuck? Like, this is like a city, a place where you can set up your stuff. It's, like, convenient place to well, go. Well, this is in Peru. I don't think they're going to be able to stop them if it's in Peru. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. It's like, uh, yeah, in Peru, like, things are probably are way worse, you know. They, they really don't have good wages there, so. All right, move to the next story. Yeah, let's go to the next story. They're saying if you bet a hundred bucks on any game, every time your team scores a touchdown, you can win a hundred dollars. Okay, I don't know. Too much of a chance you'll lose a hundred dollars if they don't score a touchdown. No, one dollar. Oh, okay, one dollar. Okay. Well, that's not that bad of odds. I don't know. <laughs> Is that Brian over there? Who's sitting on the couch? Hey. Oh, it's Jimmy. Who's playing on that game? On football. Hey Jim, if you were to bet who would be uh who would win like a bunch of touchdowns, would it be Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, or Tennessee? Yeah. Like, uh, if you were to bet on a team, like, uh, to get a bunch of touchdowns, would it be Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, or Tennessee? Uh, 
Because they got this thing where if your team wins a touchdown, you get a hundred dollars for betting a dollar. Shit. I don't know which one to pick. Well, Colorado Broncos are a good bet. Alright, never mind. Ah, oh, fuck it. I'll say fuck it. Damn, man. We're good. Only playing with a second screen. Cincy. Cincinnati's getting whooped a little bit. Uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's new portrait is adorable. Fuck that story. Okay. Yeah, he cares about that. Hearing aid companies exposes the market. Yeah, he cares about that too. Where are the guesses? <laughs> yeah, you want to move to InfoWars? Yeah, let's go to InfoWars. We're in the death business. Yeah, you make this guy. Only like a Trump retweets video of Georgia ballots being counted multiple times. Okay. And that might be evidence he might have. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it is or not, but okay. He's still trying to push for this. I still don't think he won, Trump, but okay. <laughs> I think Biden won. Humans of the Great Reset. Not much more time left. <laughs> yeah, humans of the Great Reset. What the future might look like in 2021 if controlling... Yeah, they only, only got a couple of weeks left. Fuck. <laughs> you want to check this one out? Um, 
Humans of the Great Reset, what the future might look like in 2021 if the controlling elites have their way. Okay. Vaccine passports, social credit scores, massive inequality, and environmental push to de-industrialize and limit meat consumption, part of the global yeah. scheme. Man, deindustrializing might be a good idea. It's probably a good idea. Deindustrializing is a good idea, but limiting, you know, saying, oh, you can't eat as much meat, that's more bullshit. And I see how it's being done by uh, oh, whenever they push a new country, like the way that they're getting people to order stuff from the stores. It's, I see kind of how it's being done to us just going to the damn Ralph's every day, and it's like... This is bullshit. A lot of it. Yeah, the plan of Alexandria Sexy Ocasio-Cortez. Wait, say that again? Old crazy eye. I said the plan of Alexandria Sexy Ocasio-Cortez. A.K.A. Crazy Eyes. Um, I don't think she has as much to do with this plan as, as uh, the mainstream Democrats. She's even said we need to not eat meat. Yeah, I know, I know. That, that was the Green New Deal shit. But I think what's being engineered now, I don't think I blame what's being engineered now on, on Alexandria Cortez. This is the mainstream Democrats. It's all about a power trip. Yeah, a lot of it has to do with shit that the, the hippie cultural elite wants, or the yuppie cultural elite, but... Uh, it, uh, it's still mostly being pushed by mainstream Democrats, but yeah, it is that agenda, and we still got to fight that agenda. Oh, I'm throwing some shit in the washer. That's one good thing. No bed bugs in my washer. I'd say most of this shit is being pushed by mainstream Democrats, but they are definitely trying to push an agenda. And we gotta fight this agenda. And I think a lot of it does have to do with, uh, with, I don't know, I don't know what you call it, but it's, it's, it's an agenda that we can't, that we can't let go forward, that we really gotta fight in every way we can, some way. Fuck you, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, unless you're willing to suck my dick. Man, I Again, I don't think this is Alexander Cortez. I mean, the Republicans are blaming everything on her. And it's really a bunch of mainstream Democrats. It's really, uh... Nancy Pelosi, you just wouldn't believe me. Yeah, I believe it more from Nancy Pelosi. I mean, I really think Nancy Pelosi has more to do with this than Alexander 
Cortez. Dude, she's pushing the same shit. They're not pushing the same shit, but yeah, there are, there are shit that they tend to agree on, but mostly it's it's the people that have been in the in the Congress uh, the longest time, and it's the people in the Democrat that have been in the Democratic Party the longest time that are really pushing this. Kyle's uh, in denial. What? Kyle's in denial. <laughs> I was telling you for months. I'm like, Nancy Pelosi, she's a sneaky bitch. I kept telling you. Yeah, no, no, there's a lot. She has a lot to do with it, but it's a bunch of people in the Democratic Party that are pushing this. You know, you can't blame, you can't push it on one person. It's a bunch of people pushing an agenda. And they are in cahoots with the Chinese government and all these other governments in the world trying to push the same agenda. And uh, we just gotta we just gotta fight this agenda. You know, like what I was saying in this forum when I woke up in the middle of the night and couldn't go back to sleep uh, was uh, that uh, we gotta just. And I shouldn't have said pay the fines, because we should refuse to pay the fines, which I'll probably say that later or something, but we should refuse to pay the fines and be willing to go to jail and get community service or whatever to, to stop these changes for the worst. And then the whole just say, we refuse these changes for the worst. For the worst. We refuse to let this agenda go forward. We demand the old normal, no matter how many people... You say you're going to die if we go back to the old normal. We demand the old normal. That is true. we got to fight for our right to party. Literally. Exactly. we got to fight for our last good time of our life. we got to fight for the amount of choices we used to be able to have before they pushed these situations where they're getting people to hoard from, from stores because oh, we have to stay inside and, you know, trying to push so we have less choices because people are hoarding the best stuff. And then we Let's go back a few stories. You know, we, should, we should fight for freedom and not health and safety. We should fight against the cause of public health and safety and fight for the cause of freedom. And then lockdown proponent Bill Gates quietly funding plan to dim the sun's rays. Yeah, now that is a weird thing with this weather control thing. I don't think think geoengineering is the way to defeat this. I mean, these geoengineering ideas are pretty ridiculous. But okay, what are they saying about this geoengineering shit? Harvard Project plans to test out a controversial theory that global warming can be stopped by spraying particles into the atmosphere that would reflect the sun's rays. That's something they've been doing. What do people think they've been doing with those damn chemtrails? You know, that's, that's part of this. This is all this weird weather control shit and spraying chemicals. Like, I really think this is what's been giving me allergies for so heavy. You know, it's like, 
and especially around November and December, we were having a lot of chemical spraying over and over again here. It's, it's like mellowed out over, uh, I'd say over the past two weeks, it's mellowed out, but most of this in November and December, I, I swear they've been spraying chemicals at some point three nights a week late at night. And then, physician in Mexico admitted to intensive care unit after receiving Pfizer vaccine. Okay. What happened to them? What was, the, what was their symptoms? Did they say what the symptoms were? Young doctor developed rashes, convulsions, muscle weakness, and breathing difficulties within a half hour of vaccination. Damn. This is Mexico City? Uh, it just says in Mexico. Okay. Yep. They're, they're getting sick from the vaccine there, too. <laughs> Top U.S. official says growing body of evidence shows COVID-19 leaked from Chinese lab. Wait, that again? Top U.S. official says growing body of evidence shows COVID-19 was leaked from Chinese lab. Okay. So, uh, does it say more on this? Like, who the officials were that found this out and, uh, and what they found out? Because I tend to think it was from a lab in China. The most credible theory about the origin of COVID-19 is that it escaped from a Chinese laboratory, according to U.S. National Security Advisor Matthew Pottinger, who made the comment during a Zoom meeting with U.K. officials. There is a growing body of evidence that a, the lab is likely the most credible source of the virus said Pottinger, or Pottinger, referring to the Wuhan Institute of Virology, according to the Daily if Mail. If it was, then I bet Boris Johnson was in on it. <laughs> you never know. No, I really think he was. I think all these governments that are pushing these lockdowns, these lockdowns and curfews, we're in on this with China. China told them it was going to happen. And they said, good, this will help us have control over everybody and it'll help you have control over everybody too. Even China's Leaders openly admit their previous claims that the virus originated in a Wuhan lab in 
Wuhan market are false. Okay, why are they saying it's false? Like, how can they prove that it is that, that it's false? No, uh, he doesn't say. And who's saying it's false? The Chinese, like, uh... No, Chinese, okay. Well, if it's coming from China, I wouldn't believe them. But the thing is... They if, admit if that is, it didn't happen there, though. Yeah, they're saying it didn't happen. But I bet all those politicians that probably talk to the Chinese know it happened, and they're just not willing to... Say it because it was all done in secret. All right, ready to go to the next story? Yeah, let's go to the next story. After weeks of silence, lawsuits, Pence says he welcomes January 6th Electoral College Challenge. Huh? After weeks of silence, lawsuits, well, after weeks of silence and lawsuits, Pence says he will welcome January 6th Electoral College Challenge. Yeah, okay. We already read this, I think. We went through this and all the other websites. Yeah, but it was just a little bit different wording. Yeah, no, it's the same thing, okay? We know Pence is going to kiss uh, Trump's ass one more time before he gets out of uh, office and go, Oh, yeah, Trump, your shit tastes so yummy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Man, what'd you eat last night? Oh, strawberries. Steak, single feast. Yum, yum. It's new Auschwitz meal, single feast. Comes in salisbury steak, corn, nuts, and peanuts. <laughs> wow. Just wow, Kyle. <laughs> I apologize to our viewers for that ridiculously <laughs> fucking disgusting fucking <laughs> comment. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was just gross. <laughs> no. But it's like, God, I mean, I've never seen anybody kiss somebody's ass as much as I've seen Pence kiss Trump's ass. I mean, like, he's there, like, taking a shot in public while everybody's, like, clapping for him and shit. You know, like, how much can this dude, like, get on his knees and... and and scrape Donald Trump's asshole with his tongue. Yeah, <laughs> He's just tugging Trump's ass while he fucks Melania. <laughs> Melania's like, oh yeah, I love watching. Like, both of you great for getting into it at the same time. 
And then Senator Pat Tony or Tomey ignores evidence of voter fraud, will join Democrats during January 6th electoral college fight. Okay, well, why do you think, uh, I don't get why they think that he's ignoring the thing. I mean, like, I don't think there are enough signs of fraud that they're being ignored. So, like, okay. Biden won. You gotta admit it. It's like this is getting ridiculous. Sage Advisor, UK has struggled to keep cases down because it is a Western liberal democracy. Wait, who is? The UK. Well, okay, like, you really can't, and you know, it's like this whole idea of we're going to artificially try to make sure nobody gets sick from this thing that everybody's dying from. It's like, and doing it by shutting everything down. It's just, you know, this is all about power. It has nothing to do with it. If we're all going to die, we're all going to die. You know, this is really all about power and control and using this as a reason to have uh, the government tighten down on everything. Yeah, democracy is tightening around our cocks just a little too much. It's not the pleasure democracy anymore. anymore. This is weird, like... I mean, okay, we had an election... And, okay, I mean, I guess, it's a democracy of the, the tyranny of the majority of people, but I don't know, or, I'm not sure. This is just ridiculous. And then a uh, great reset equals the end of humanity. Yeah, I mean, I'd say if anything equals the end of humanity, it's probably the coronavirus itself, which, okay, if that happens, it would be good to end the human race. But no, the great reset just means the end of freedom. It's not really the end of humanity. I don't know, like, why you know taking it that far. But it's the end of freedom, and freedom... We'd be better off if the human race is going to die from this coronavirus. We should die free and not die as as Dumb uh, sheep. prisoners of the government under curfew. And then, oh, Canada, police raid house Gestapo style after COVID snitch reports over five people in home. Oh, God. Okay, yeah, we should probably go into this because this is, this is the ultimate. Or maybe we should. I don't know. It's in Canada. 
Okay, the Canadian government is becoming the extreme Nazis over this shit, and this is just stupid. Yep. Canada's gonna be one of those Nazi fucking countries, man. Hey, I don't know. I'm hearing my neighbors and shit going, so I, I need to do a quick, uh, Hell, Satan! Fuck Jesus Christ! Okay. Got that out of your system yet? <laughs> Alright, disturbing video out of Canada shows police violently raiding a family's home for supposedly violating local capacity rules. Well, COVID capacity rules. The now viral footage from Gatineau, Quebec, on New Year's Eve shows several mass police forcibly... Moving a man from the home after a COVID snitch reported the gathering of six people. Oh God! This is this is this is as stupid as like the dudes that snitch on people because of the drug war. You know, this is just the, all this crap, this lack of freedom we're going through. It's just ridiculous. The police are seen subduing the man outside, pinning his face against the asphalt and snow. Damn, there goes my plans or ideas of moving to Canada one day. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking of moving to Canada before this shit went down, too. Because uh, at one point, Canada was freer than here. But uh, Yeah, when they legalized now weed. The, uh, now I think it's the opposite I think uh, Canada's left free again, and now they've lost. I mean, they were like one of the freest countries in a lot of ways, and they've lost a lot of that freedom, and it's, it's sad. It is sad. You can kind of see them pushing the same agenda if you listen to the C, uh, C, uh, the CBC News when I was in uh, Washington. I used to listen to a lot of CBC News and uh, or CBC Radio, and... Uh, they're definitely pushing an agenda, and an agenda, and some of their agenda was an okay agenda, and but a lot of it was bullshit. Biden's Ukrainian felony. What the uh, a Ukrainian felony? Joseph Biden. Well, Joe Biden. Oh, okay. We are actually we are actually witnessing the possibility of an incoming president that faces a class A felony for fleecing a foreign country while he was vice president. Okay, I don't know. I don't know if I really. I don't know. I don't know if I believe this. Or not. Well, they are investigating fucking um, Joseph Biden. They might be, but I don't think. I just don't think you're going to be able to get a, a standing president once he becomes president in trouble. I just don't think that's going to happen. And I don't know. This is. I don't know. I think a lot of this is kind of ridiculous. I don't know. 
I just don't think this is, uh, I don't think they got heavy enough evidence against uh, Joe Biden on this. I mean, it's kind of as ridiculous as the, uh, what the Democrats were doing to Trump uh, because of Russia. It's just, you know, kind of a stupid tit for tat, and it's just partisan bickering, and it's just like, what? Damn, I'm smashing, I'm smashing buzzwords together. But, uh, and I'm smashing cliches together right now. But, uh, this is, this just seems like just partisan politics and I don't think it's anything about any real issues. Yeah, they're not really going into anything new. Okay. Yeah, they got old stories on that. So you ready to end the podcast? Yeah, let's end the podcast. Way cool. Have a good day and tune in next time for how we're being screwed over and how we're stopping ourselves from being screwed over. Yeah, peace out, everybody. Peace out.